Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Good Risings. I'm Brian, and this is Grateful Grains. Welcome back. This week, we're talking being alive. We got it started on Monday with the human experience. Tuesday, we talked taking responsibility for our well-being. Wednesday, we talked getting to know you. Yesterday, we explored growth, and we're wrapping it up today with what we can't control. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. It's a prayer that's changed in form since it was first written by theologian Reinhold Niebuhr in 1932. It's been widely embraced by Alcoholics Anonymous, but the profound sentiment has roots in ancient Stoicism. To know the difference between what we can change and what we cannot change. This day and age, we get so heavily wrapped up in the going-ons of the world beyond us. We identify closely with our political opinions. We make them a part of our identity. We lose friends and loved ones in moral standoffs and differences in thought because we villainize them. We paint them as monsters in our imaginations for the side they've taken. But how much of it is added noise to problems we can't possibly solve on our own with outcomes that we cannot possibly control? That's not to say that all conversations are futile. That's where change begins. That's not to say our voice doesn't matter. Sometimes our voice influences real thought. But are we accurately estimating how much we should invest? Why, if we have so much more power in local elections than national, are we so rarely talking about the former? Do we realize the difference between our power in a state like California, as it may compare to a residence in a swing state like Pennsylvania or Georgia? Is our commitment equal to our ability to influence change? And if we really care, are there ways to be more actively involved? It's important that we hold these sacrifices up against our health too. That we consider the level of anxiety it causes when we over-engage or over-indulge in news. It's imperative that we keep an eye on our mental bandwidth and commit to ourselves that we don't engage so much in the problems at large that it stifles our ability to grow personally or smothers our ability to cultivate and maintain well-being. We can't flourish when we're stuck in outrage. By far and wide, we're overestimating what we can control. And in other cases, we're overestimating what we can't control. There are many aspects of the world and even our own personal lives that we have no control over. We can work daily to stay fit, cultivate good habits, invest in our longevity, only to be blindsided by a bus on an inconsequential Wednesday afternoon. I've heard a good many people use this reality as a reason not to bother with health, regardless of the fact that the vast majority of deaths are directly related to a poor diet and a lack of exercise. People cling to the idea that living invites with it a measure of chaos, the uncontrollable, and so they surrender to that truth to a fault. Again, these types are overestimating what they can't control, 
Beyond that, focusing on our well-being, though we may meet some end through chaos, still promises a better quality of life up until that moment. Our experience will be something entirely different, something entirely better than had we abandoned health along the way. Growth, our ability to experience life at the fullest, will have been a priority. We'll have made the most of this journey. And again, if we're hedging our bets, it will be cardiovascular disease and not a bus that finds the healthless in the end. We're wrapping up this week on Being Alive by asserting that gauging where and how we should invest our energy by how much control we have is a fantastic way to not only manage stress, but to maintain the level of clear-mindedness necessary to achieve our personal goals. We free ourselves of topics pulling us in every direction but our own. We take control of our attention, shift focus directly ahead, and move strictly toward our ultimate goal, undeterred. Thanks so much for joining us on Grateful Grains. You can find us on Instagram at Good Risings, or you can find me at The McMuffin. Have a fantastic weekend. We'll see you again on Monday. Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.